Okay, I'm ready. And then we gotta get, hopefully this works with the speakerphone. So then that number, you get to call the number. Blog Talk Radio. Please enter your host pin. When finished, press the pound key. Pound. To start your show now, press one. To hear important instructions, press two. One. Yeah. Your show will go live in five seconds. Four. Three, two, one. Love Talk Radio. Hello and good afternoon. This is Goddess Oceana, and you have are listening in to Goddess Oceana Salon, where we talk to fascinating people about relationships, healing, energy, magic, all things divine feminine. I am Goddess Oceana, your host. And um, I am a women's empowerment coach and mentor. I am an energy healer, a tantric yogini, a Reiki master, so many things. And I am really delighted to be here today with my friend, Heather Starr, who is a fascinating human being. We're here to talk about cancer methods and magic. Um, And Heather's healing journey, which will be really, uh, really interesting for any of you that either know someone or are on a journey yourself of deep healing and wanting to truly look towards the, um, the healing of what you're coping with as opposed to the quick fix, the surface fix, or the hopeful fix. Um, Heather's actually a controversial figure and artist in her community and her work spans illustrative art. So she paints and designs clothing. She is, has done television shows. She is uh, a sensualist with dance. She's an animal rights activist and also works in textile modalities. And she really is somebody that I feel blows up the confines of what it means to live life as an outlier and a wild divine feminine. Like, so she really does not live inside the box in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) I mean, she's an amazing, um, amazing human being. She's both feminine and physically striking. She's compassionate, she's creative. She lives on her terms. She does not do any people pleasing and she's absolutely genius. So I am so delighted to have her with us. So I'm going to welcome Heather now. Heather, I'm so glad you're on the show with me. I'm so glad too and you make me sound so fabulous. You are fabulous. (laughs) I feel so important now. Yeah, well, you are in my world and I'm, I'm so happy to have you here because I think really women need to uh, need to have more and more role models of what it means to be a powerful feminine 
woman who lives according to her own terms and um, uses her, you know, listens to her gut, you know, and you have listened to your intuition every single step of the way with this journey with cancer. As I, you know, as I've heard you talk about it to me and I've watched you heal, like uh, it's just fascinating to me and also so inspiring. So I know that there are some, you know, in this short amount of time that we have today, I really want you to have an opportunity to explain some of the ways in which you have coped with or taken on this healing journey as yours. You know, so many of us go to doctors and want them to fix it and look at them as the end-all be-all of, you know, they're going to make this better somehow and I don't know how, so do whatever you got to do to me to get rid of it or to heal it or to make me better. And I think more people are waking up to this holistic paradigm of the doctor can only do what the doctor can do, but we really have to be in charge of our own health, especially with the way that health insurance is going these days and, you know, the financial situation of a lot of people who don't have health insurance. So you've, you've researched cancer like to for like, five years for actually. five years yeah my my father-in-law unfortunately he had passed from cancer but he got it um he had it for like two and a half maybe three years before so I did a lot of researching on that type of cancer um and then he passed in February March it was March or February right around there and then right in December after that was when I got my news with, so it was just a few months later. Wow. So, so much to pretty, hold. Yeah. yeah. That must've been really difficult for you. Yeah, it really was difficult. Um, to, 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 yeah, it really was. It was like, Oh God, you know? And so you just automatically think that you're going to die because of it. But yeah. that's a lot. The more people are finding out, uh, different methods and it's not really a death sentence it's more like a health sentence yeah so tell us more about how you view that as a health sent sentence and what your you know what are the first things that go through your mind um well a lot had been going through my mind prior to that diagnosis I had some health issues and no one would ever really look at it. Like I knew my hormones were completely off. I knew I had some problems, but until I saw a doctor that would actually doctor, um, no one would help me. So I went to like nine different doctors and they told me hormone tests wouldn't matter, which that's not true. Um, when I finally went to a metabolic physician, which is completely different, um, he helped me a lot because he could see like every single system in my body and where it was failing. So that was a that was a real help in seeing like what my body was doing and I was a hundred percent accurate what I what with my own instinct and what was going on in my body. So my estrogen was like way, way high and I had nothing else. No progesterone, no thyroid. Like I was literally running on estrogen. That's it. Wow. Wow. So like what what I'm hearing is nine doctors later you find one that really resonates and aligns with what your intuition is telling you is the path for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think anybody who's got a doctor and they're just not feeling fully confident in what they're doing would probably be wise not to waste another minute. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, like you said, they just go to a doctor 
and they listen to the doctor not knowing that hey you have to actually participate in your own health like no one is going to fix you you know stuff is not going to come flying out of the doctor's magic wand to fix you like you have to be responsible for your own health in in whatever way i mean i read medical journals to this day like i do all that research i find things for people i constantly um research new things and it's right on google guys it's right there the journals are all open to the public you can look at it it's not a hidden uh, mystery thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, even in my own research, because I'm, I'm very like you, similar to you where I, you know, when I have something that's gone awry in my body, I, I will go to the doctor for the diagnosis. And then, um, you know, then I want to know everything I can know about it so that I know what they're doing and I, I can keep track of it as to the best of my ability and also find out how other people have healed because I want to know the cause of it. I don't just want to cover up the symptoms. I don't want to hope that they can help me. Right. You want to know what is making you sick to begin with. That's like the more, more logical answer. And unfortunately in this world, the way that it is now, it's just, we'll give you something. So you don't notice what's going on in your body, which is like the worst. You're just pasting over like a huge cut with a little bandaid. You're not actually getting to what it is, the root cause of the problem. And I know from what you've told me, um, you know, when you look at what is the root cause, it's not just physical, you know, it's physical, but there's so many layers. So tell me a little about like, okay, so what are the first three things that you would do or the three steps that you find the most important pieces of this journey or the four steps? Like you talk, talk to the, about the first one, which was go, like you went and saw a metabolic specialist mm-hmm. because you wanted to know all the fine and subtle readings that were happening in your body so you could begin to balance your hormones. Right. Because that's one of the things that can lead to major problems, especially in women and men also. So I did that. And when I would go to the regular doctors, I would get one answer. And then when I went, you know, he didn't really give me the answer, but I did go to other hospitals that have uh, cancer as their specialty, such as, you know, I can leave the information on your page or, you know, I don't, I, we're not advertising for them, whatever, but I can definitely recommend some places um, and so they gave me a whole different view and they gave me a whole different medicines and a whole different aspect of what I was being told elsewhere. So that was actually really interesting. And I had to listen to myself. I had to go to California. I had to do things. Um, I had to trust in myself first because when people were telling me, oh, you got to do this and you got to do that. And, you got, you know, my whole family was like against me. Um, you know, trying to get me to do things. Of course, that's what happens. So you fight with your family. Your doctors, you know, they want to help you, but the only way they know how to help you is not the help that you know you need to get. And so listen to yourself above everything because you kind of already know what's what's right for you. If your body recoils at the thought of injecting yourself with poisonous drugs, then I would suggest not doing it. Um, and also... Some, you know, aspects on magic, since you are a uh, professional 
in magic and, uh, you know, the worlds and the different worlds and shamanism, I did a lot of that because I had to re-inspect my life, like tooth and comb or whatever, tooth and nail. I don't know, whatever expression yeah, that is. Comb and comb, nail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fine tooth comb. Um, and <laughs> when people started giving me things with like pink ribbons on it or like I, I'm going to kick cancer's ass, like all that stuff did not resonate with me. Like cancer is your own self. It is your own body, like, rebelling in some way. So that is people – my daughter gave me this placard, and it's it's at my house. I think you've seen it. It says, uh, cancer came into my life, so I kicked its ass and blah, blah, blah. So what I did was I rewrote that. So I blacked it out, and I wrote exactly what I wanted on it instead of this whole, like, kicking – something's ass like how do you kick your own ass exactly how do you do that maybe maybe your ass has already been kicked and that is why you have the cancer you know I'm not doing ass kicking right now I'm doing like fine tooth comb I'm doing health I'm doing finding out exactly what made this happen health nutrition um you know whatever I can do to save my life because you know I want my life so I'm gonna do that yeah really really good information so when you rewrote that plaque everybody's wondering what did you write um I wrote uh cancer came into my life and so I I think I can't give you the exact word for word because I just haven't even looked at it you know in magic you put your intention out there and then you kind of just leave it alone you let it go so the universe can yeah and but I believe one of my words was I cancer came into my life so I completely got 100 percent healthy and it never came back again wow so powerful so really you're doing something that I call future bragging so it's like you and a brag means just an affirmative statement like this is what I did right uh like and so you claimed your healing as if it had already happened out loud in the moment yeah and I did a lot of like um overseeing of my life like different hurts that may have hurt me different things that have happened in my life that really wasn't a good thing um you know you have to go back into your life and examine different pieces so that you can see where and in and how it hurts you and how don't carry that around with you because you know just because someone hurts you or something bad like happened to you or or you have this event it doesn't mean you have to go on reliving it you can review it and go back and change it to the way you want the outcome to be, but you don't have to relive it. So I had to go back and it took like a long time. It took, you know, months and then different things would come up and I'd be like, oh my God, I forgot all about that. Like, holy crap, I got to go back and fix that now. So literally it's almost like going back in time to heal, heal your life, even though the outcome you know, we're talking butterfly effect and like science-y stuff right now, but it's kind of does work like that. Yes. So, so what I'm hearing you say really is that you did, I call it timeline healing. You know, you went back in time, looked at, at things as they surfaced, like you would have a memory of, oh yeah, that incident happened and it made me feel like that. And I'm holding that inside me, like as a bad experience and or I have anger or I have unforgiveness about it or it's just oh it's blocking up my energy field 
bottom line, right? Correct. Yeah. And so you went back to that time in your meditation, maybe, mm-hmm. or just in your, you know, quiet thoughts with your eyes closed and you looked at it through a different lens or you, you healed the way you felt about it. Right. And you gave it a new picture frame right. of something that happened, but it really doesn't mean anything about you and you can release it. Right. Yeah. So there's so many ways to do that. It's like Ho'oponopono is one method people use. It's like, I forgive you, please forgive me, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and then other ones are cutting cords that, of attachment. Yeah. That's a big that's one. A, that's a huge one. For a lot of people, too. They don't even know they have them, is what it is. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, we can get a cord of attachment just to the person at the cash register yeah, while we're ringing knows, up an item. Yeah. You know, like, so cord cutting it is an exercise. You'd want to look up how to do that and or hire somebody to help you do it. I do it with clients all the mm-hmm. time, right? Yeah. Um, but you can learn to do it yourself after you've done it once with somebody you can do it again like it's yeah. not you know and and the other things too um there's a lot of really helpful people out there that have healed from their own cancer i am almost you know 100% right now i don't want to say like i'm done cuz actually we're never done every single person has cancer in their body it's just when you get too stressed out or when you get too messed up too stressed not eating right not you know going through a lot of um heartache and different things you will your body will start to develop it and it's not like you just catch cancer it's not like you're going to be in the store and oh my god i got this cancer that's not how it works so it's a buildup of different things i mean not every cancer is the same obviously i'm not an expert or a doctor seek your own medical advice but it's it's in you it's in you and how how you um, treat your body and to what extent are you going to, you know, I did co- the coffee enemas. I did a lot of vegetarian. I did a lot of, um, you know, sleeping a lot. I did a lot of, you know, saunas. I, I did a lot of everything that I could possibly do and afford. And that's, you know, I, I we could be here all day. <laughs> what I'm hearing really is two things. One is, one is about detox and one is about um, cancer is in you. And so I just uh, maybe what if I can explain that a little more to Pete, to the listeners so they know what you mean when you say cancer is in you. It's like, yikes, it's a cell and everybody has these cells and they lie dormant for an entire lifetime unless they get triggered probably by genetics or by the stress and toxification of the environment and the foods yeah, we're eating yeah. and all of that stuff. And also um, energy blockages. And when I say energy blockages, if anybody out there listening is an energy healer, what the meridians, en- the all meridians, that stuff. Yeah. like your, your energy field that is uh, making your body alive, your aura, your, your various layers of your auric field that make you a living being. You're a spirit in a body. And so your spirit is the first thing to be off balance before your body manifests it. So that's why so many energy healers can help people heal of different diseases and different sicknesses. It's because they help them to heal the cause. Like what is the block in the energy system, in the auric field, in your, um, in your chakras? And then that unfolds into aligning your body in a in a healthier way 
So there's many levels of that. There's physical healing, there's emotional healing, there's mental healing, there's spiritual healing. And we really do, if we want to be effective at healing something that is so intensely difficult for even modern medicine to heal, then we need to look, I think, at all four levels of healing. And you did. I mean, you approached this, as you said, everything that you could find, you were doing proactively. You weren't sitting back and waiting for the doctor to do things to you. Right, and that's what a lot of people do. They're like, how did you do that? And I'm like, well, I didn't wait for someone else to do it. You know, granted, there's a lot of doctors that know a lot of things, but they don't know everything, and they're not God, so they don't know when you're going to die. They can't even tell you that. I mean, they could give you a rough estimate if it's, you know, um, but then they don't know other things that other doctors know. So it's this big, I don't want to say conspiracy of doctors, but a lot of different people know different things, and you wonder, like, why is that when they're all, like, medical doctors, but they all have different training, and they all... You know, it's like I, I seriously could talk to you for hours about what my findings were. But um, but yeah, um, to make it simple, you have to be caring enough about your own self to actually look up things about your own body, um, see what works for you, um, check, you know, in with different types of doctors because not one can give you all of the answers. And obviously, if you're not in alignment with that, then seek another type of help you know whether I did I did energy healing I had people like smack me with tuning forks and just some weird things I never even did before and they asked me a bunch of questions I was like oh you know that yeah because it's showing up in your energy energy field I mean I do ozone I do all kinds of stuff which is not if you ask anybody out here, they're not going to tell you or they're not even going to know where to find it. So, so these are holistic therapies that are available to people if they know enough to look. And and I think the other thing, too, is, you know, you used your intuition, you know. So this is not, I think, you know, with our health especially, because it's the bottom line. If we don't have our health, we're, we don't have anything, right? right with health right. is life, right? right? And so it's not the time to people please. And I think for women, that's our tendency. We've been trained in this culture to please others, right? And so it's really not the time to please some medical doctor if it doesn't feel right what he's telling you to do it's not the time to please your family if they're telling you the opposite of what your gut is telling you is right for you right it's it's a time to really learn to stop pleasing people and to really follow your truth Right. And I, you know, and whether they're pleased or not, they were very unpleased with me, actually. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were very not pleased with me, I have to say. Um, But they are now. The two times that I healed my body, one was of a tumor that they told me would never leave. It has to be operated on. Mm -hmm. That um, dissolved in a matter of months because I chose not to have it operated on and I chose to go the holistic route Mm -hmm. and the energy way. And the other time was a rotator cuff injury that was torn horizontally that the doctors told me I would never use my arm again if I didn't have it sutured and pinned It was that bad a tear, and I healed it in a year and a half with no surgery. So I'm also like you, like I will do, and I also heal, oh, a third one. I healed my hypothyroid when they told me you have to go on Synthroid Mm. or it'll never balance, 
and I healed it with nutrition, with meditation, with energy healing, with speaking my truth mm-hmm. because it's the throat chakra, with yeah, um, with thing. you know, with me- with herbs, with home homeopathic, with lots of vitamins and the right foods, and staying away from the wrong foods. Right. So then, the doctors don't know how to explain how is it that suddenly it's all your better. hormones are balanced. Right. Well, and that's the thing is they don't teach doctors that. Right. They don't so teach they're... them that. And so here's the other thing I want to quickly say is I'm not saying don't tr- ever trust a doctor or right. don't use um, allopathic medicine, which is the, the medical system, because honestly, they've helped me with so many things. I think what maybe what we're saying is do your research and be totally active and proactive in your own healing and also do your research like look things up find out what that medication the side effects are is it something you want to do what are the options do you want to try something else first what what you know or do you just want to go with the medical and if you do and that's what your gut is telling you that's probably the best thing for you like you really have to follow your inner guidance and your own truth because everybody's path to healing is going to be unique to them right because not a lot of people um even check their own intuition they just go in and believe the authority figure and i think that's a lot of what um i don't have tv but i do um this one actually runs longer so if you want to run it longer oh yeah this one so so even if this one shuts off we can do this one longer but anyway yeah um I have a recording and we'll give you the bonus recording because this one runs a little bit longer. So you guys get the bonus. Um, So most people don't even check in with themselves when they go to a doctor. They expect the authority figure to answer it for them. When in truth, people are doctors and people are not perfect. But, you know, every night when the commercial runs like, oh, take this pill and it will cure you of blah 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 but it will give you explosive diarrhea brain fog you know all this stuff and it's like why would you even want to take that pill at this point you know what i mean like or worse kidney damage yeah liver failure yeah whatever heart you know heart failure i mean what's a little explosive diarrhea if your heart's gonna explode but i mean you know (laughs) 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 but honestly that's you know we Unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, programming that we're all subject to and different generations are subject to different programming and different um, things. And what they're actually finding out now is our bodies are pretty good at healing themselves if we give them the right stuff to do that. We're made to do that. That's we're what, always healing. Right. Every single day you, you, you get new cells every single day. You get new you know, it's not like magic, but they do it every day. They That's why you're still here. Because if you weren't doing that, you'd like keel over and die in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating when you really think about it in terms of how we are constantly healing rather than, oh no, I got sick. It's like the focus is I don't want to get sick. And if you're sick, it's like, oh no, something's wrong. And often when you're sick, it's just a signal that you're either detoxing and releasing things that that no longer serve your body so you're you know blowing your nose or vomiting or whatever or you're um, you know you're shedding skin cells or uh it's a message to pay attention to what you're harboring in your in your in your in your emotions and in your mind and your thought patterns like 
are you forgiving or are you always thinking about what's wrong and who you're angry at? And that anger really corks up your system. Yeah, no, it really does. And then watching, of course, you know, family members get sick and die. That wasn't, you know, that wasn't uh, pleasant at all. And it was really heartbreaking. And, um, you know, and again, you know, that this is happening to people every single day. So, you know, 1600 people a day die from cancer, maybe 1900. There's a, there's a lot per day. So let's just put that in perspective for a second. If that was some other disease, let's just say uh, some made up disease called uh, Pupilopolis. So let's just say 1600 to 2000 people were dying per day of Pupilopolis. You would hear about this. This would be an epidemic. You would see people running around as much as they run around for flu shots. You would see a huge, like, you people would go be in a craze. But because we're so used to people dying from cancer, it's no big deal. So why, you got to ask yourself that question. Like, why is it not a big deal anymore? It should be a big deal. 2,000 people die a day. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Well, we're almost out of time here, and we can always go on to record more here, but I'd just like to finish up sure. the the on-the-air session and um, and just say, you know, this is, uh, it's been a delight to have you here and to talk about these fascinating things. We could talk for hours, and we probably will talk some more. Um, and so Heather is... Uh, actually has a book out called hippo shit <laughs> of all things and um the the link will be below and you can find it at lulu.com and her name is heather star and is there anywhere else we can find you um on facebook you can if people want to connect just they can, um, connect with you and you can because there's a bunch of heather star they'll never find me so if they connect with you and they want to chit chat they can okay. reach out yeah you, know? you can connect with me at goddess oceana on facebook and um this is goddess oceana and we're um ah well let's see you can find me at goddessoceana.com and it's uh it, you know, anytime you want to, uh, yep. opt in for my newsletter, find out more. I have fascinating people on this channel. Um, and it's all about sensuality, spirituality, magic, manifestation, and so much more healing. Um, Heather, it's been just amazing having you here and thank, well, thank you. you. Yeah. And we have the bonus track. So if people want to get into the nitty gritty, I'd be happy to send them the extra. Awesome. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. Have, go and have a great day. You're yeah. listening to Goddess Oceana Salon. All right. That one is done. And now we have just a few thank more you minutes. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Yeah. So now we just have a few more minutes and uh, this can be the nitty gritty yeah. and people can get this episode. It's a hidden. It's hidden. It's hidden yeah, for it's now. A, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, no, we can send it. It's just this part. This, this particular the, segment that we're continuing to record is a bonus. Yeah. So if you liked the on the air part portion that was before this. Um, this is extra if you want the rest. And so now we're going to talk about the real magic involved, the magic that was involved in your healing. So, you know, we are a divine feminine 
beings walking around in bodies on the earth. Women are, men are, everyone is. But, you know, if you're really um, moving and shaking with the divine feminine, then you also know that you're a co-creator of your reality. And so Heather added like an amazing layer of magic to her healing journey and her process. And it's equally important to the nutrition, the hormones, the body stuff, the mindset, the forgiveness work, the timeline healing. What did you do in terms of spells? Um, well, I, I was the spell. Yeah. Tell us more about that. <laughs> I, I love the it. spell. <laughs> well, first of all, I do not recommend that you do what I do because I can't tell you what to do. I can only use myself as a living, walking experiment. So whatever I did, I don't recommend that you do. But in my case, I had uterine cancer. So that is the center of your creativity, the life giver, the life. So you know, I really had to examine that closely and say, hey, do I really want this uterus to go? Like, what did I do to the uterus? How did I offend it? Mm, do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. really had to examine, like, the different parts of me that were hurting. And so I did a lot of that. And um, so I, you know, I, you're not supposed to give away all your secrets. But, <laughs> but no, I did that. So maybe the things that I can give you suggestions, but it's not going to work, like, on everybody because I'm not you. And you're not me and we're not them. So right. I did some like uterus work on like asking it like, hey, what is going on with you? <laughs> you know, the, the, the That's speaking. body talk. Yeah. Right. And I do recommend that for everybody. No, they should. Like, yeah. But I mean, they might have different problems. Well, so. their, their body parts may tell them right, different right. things. That's what it, so yeah. the process of speaking to the body part that actually is... Um, is manifesting the dis-ease. Notice I say dis-ease. Dis it's yeah. a lack of ease, right? Disease. That's where that word comes from. Um, so the, to really go within, quiet yourself, really get silent, like in meditative, close your eyes, breathe into and focus inward, scan your body internally and focus on that body part that is out of ease you know that's demonstrating the the imbalance and literally be with it like it's another alive conscious being in and of itself and ask it the question what did i do to offend you is there some message you are trying to give me mm, what yeah. would you like to tell me mm. notice if there's a certain color and what that color means to you if there's a shape or a, a you know a movement that it does or mm -hmm. something that can inform you symbolically and what does that symbol mean to you what is your what do you get from it or what do you hear? Maybe it has a voice and it wants mm -hmm. to tell you something. And does it look like a particular kind of person? Right. Or have anger? What emotion yeah, it is was, with it, it? It had a lot. And I had a lot to do with um, spirit visitations. I had a lot to do with that. It just came. You know, they just came. And so, again, like me and you had this conversation. And that the, the thing is, is whatever you do when you hear like you have some deadly disease because you know they diagnosed me with this ridiculous thing that uh really takes over the body and it was uh called serious like they diagnosed me with like three different types of cancer 
So that was really rough. And, um, you know, I had to be okay with like not being here anymore. You have to be okay with whatever decision you make. You know what I mean? And I just knew like poisoning myself and doing all these operations, that wasn't for me at the moment. And I have to listen to my body because I was listening to it, but like nobody else was. And that was like the kicker. I would go to like these specialists. And again, regular doctors and regular medicine, they're great for certain things. But when it comes to the healing part, they're not so great. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the regular doctors, hey, if you get shot, great. If you have a brain thing, great. If you have a heart thing, they're amazing doctors, you know. But as far as like true, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, physicality, like there's some word that I'm looking for in your physical, but it's not not just a... Physiological? Yeah, it, it, something like that, but it's more spiritual too. Like mm. it's all that stuff. Um, so I had to truly be okay with not being here anymore because that's where I thought I was going to be anyway. So, you know, with the, what they were telling me, it was not a good outcome. Um, and there's a lot of people out there telling you like different things, of course, the juicing and taking care of yourself is that's the number one thing to do. And, you know, whatever that thing is for you, there's a lot of people pushing vegan and vegetarian, which is great if you can do that. I... One of the reasons why I thought I got myself into this trouble is because I tried being vegan and vegetarian for a long time. And I was eating a lot of these um, vegetarian uh, burgers and snacks, which was loaded with um, um, GMO soy, which is an estrogen. Like soy makes more estrogen. I didn't know that at the time, but I knew like trying to live a certain lifestyle um, that just wasn't for me. I was so, so anemic. Like I literally had a ferritin of two or four and like they, they like, how are you even like doing anything? Like you have no iron in your body. So I like, again, I could talk all day, but so like as much as I love animals, um, I definitely had to rethink my diet as a as a diet um to to live not a diet just to die yeah you wow know? so good you know i was vegan for 23 years yeah and severely anemic yeah and i ate a lot of healthy foods right. you know but i it was the soy and the processed foods yeah. as well and i found that my body wasn't doing well with it yeah it's over time I got so so sick and I had to learn to be compassionate with myself eating meat right in order to heal right and that's kind of what happened to me too like I'm wild uh animal advocate for any kind of animal I work with animals I that's what I do for a living but again I'm not gonna go home to my cats five of them and make them a vegan Right. Because that will kill them. And I was like, wait a minute, that's what I'm doing to myself. Yeah. And you know, you you can get argument from other people, but I mean, I really feel that, you know, from some people that are diehard vegans, because I've been there for two decades and believed very strongly. And again, if that's what works for them and and they're totally fine and they're healthy, yes. That's great. Like, that would be amazing if it worked for me. That would be so amazing. And I would feel great about that, but I realized like eating all this fake stuff, it's still a processed food. It's not, it's all the gluten, the vital wheat gluten, it's all that stuff. And I was like, damn, every time I ate it, I didn't feel good. Like, so there was so many signals 
that I had about not feeling good. And yeah. then, you know, and I still like, hey, you know, I'm not going to feed my cats a bowl of soy. I'm not going to do that to myself either. Right, right. So and I think, you know, you can be a vegan and not eat the processed foods, right. but um, it also can still just not be Enough, your, right. uh, your nutritional Metabolic path. type, yeah. Some people are fine, and again, I'm not knocking anyone's lifestyle right. vegetarian. I don't, like, if that works for you, and it totally does, like, that's amazing. But when you get sick and you want to save your own life, like, you'll hear many, many, many people out there talk about different types of cancer diets. But if you look up Dr. Gonzalez, who is not with us anymore, unfortunately, he had, like, 12 different diets for people. And one of them, wow. many of them include different meats, different fish. He had so many different diets with enzymes and, um, you know, different treatments like that where not every single thing is going to work on the same thing and and when you go into hospital and you have cancer they just want to throw these drugs at you and it's the same drug they just gave the last person and it's the same treatment they just gave the last person it's the same exact thing wow. how how is how are all these women on tamoxifen well see this is fascinating now this is the part of conversation where i'm like all right no one's talking about this right. the fact that you go into the doctor for something and they give you the same dosage and the same medication as someone else that has the same sickness label. However, you're a completely different human yeah, being. You right. have a different universe that is who you are. You have a different body. You have different blood type, yeah, maybe. Different, different, different genetics. Size feet, for crying out loud. Everything. Like, yeah. And that's the problem. Like, holistic medicine is so fine-tuned to the individual. Yeah. So it takes the whole person into... Right into account right? right so you know that the person might be more sensitive might be have a more uh you know like the different body types in ayurvedic medicine yeah, or the stuff. different you know you have more elements or of certain elements in chinese medicine american medicine doesn't do that, do at that. All. they just no. look at how much do you weigh and how much of this can i pump into you right. according to how much body mass right. you have and i'll tell you even when I was 50 pounds heavier, which they is give awesome me that you lost the minimum, 50 pounds. Thank you. <laughs> the, they give you the minimum amount of medication for that body weight, and I would still react to the medication yeah. because I'm so sensitive. I knew I just couldn't, I can't handle a lot of the drugs. Mm -hmm. I, I can't just, either. And like, I, I was kept being told, like, my thyroid is fine. My thyroid is fine. Well, I went to this one too. doctor who <laughs> checked, like, every single possible thyroid test and looked at me and was like, what the hell? You have no thyroid. He's like, your body is completely backwards right now. Yeah. And so I'm like, wow. I don't care if I drop dead. At least someone validated what I was feeling. Someone right. validated everything that I already knew. And just so people can can get these this information, um, I did go to Dr. Keneally's Cancer Center for Healing. That's one of the places I went. Um, and that Dr. is Dr. Keneally's can Cancer Center, Center for Healing, for healing. in Irvine, California. Wow. And that was really a different place. Um, unfortunately, I don't live in California, so I can't <laughs> stay, you know, but I can go back if I need to. 
They will do consults over the phone. And again, this is not an advertisement. I'm just telling people what I personally did. And then I went to a metabolic doctor. I've been, I have like 16 doctors, so I'm only going to mention like three of them. It's not an ad by any means. I don't get paid to mention them. I'm just, people always ask me, what, where did I go? Okay, that's one place I went. The metabolic doctor, um, he's right in Natick, Massachusetts, Patriot Direct Family Medicine. So his name is Dr. Wax, W-A-K. Uh, w wax like whack, whack me over the head w-a-c-k <laughs> yes <laughs> like I'm like like no not wax like a candle um but that is another place and then I did actually attend the Rothfeld Center in Waltham and it took me a year and a half to even figure out that they were there so if you want to talk about like deep-seated like hidden medical let's let's talk you know what I mean like I said yeah. we could have this conversation they're for... hidden because otherwise the legal system comes after them don't right, they right and it's that's exactly it's so ridiculous because they're actually healing people right. and they yeah you can't and you can't even say certain words you can't say cure you can't say you can only say support you can only say help you can only say it's oh. it's so insanely ridiculous and it's like okay do you do, you know and you watch these commercials and you you see all these places and it's like what are they doing like yeah. what kind of game like mental game are they playing like on people like okay so one minute you'll have this commercial for like burger king or whatever and then the next commercial it's a weight loss pill so it, we're all kind of being subjected to some kind of ridiculousness, whether it's be like on a uh, well, it's programming. It is. It is literally so, it's mental it, programming. Right. Like so, they program you to want to eat the fattening stuff and then to buy the dialogue right. stuff. So then that's in. A lot of people are just catching on to this. They're just like it's waking crazy, up, and right? I'm like, I'm like, dude, like look at around. And some people are so enthralled in it that they like we were just talking about like if if if. We don't go out to eat and we don't go out to drink. There's absolutely nothing to freaking do out here. Like, you know what <laughs> no, I mean? We live like, in the boondocks. <laughs> so, but it's like, that's how people grow up. So it's ingrained in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or just listen to your doctor. Call your doctor now. Check right. with your doctor <laughs> to see. And, and I'm just, I'm just putting that out there again. I'm not against doctors. I think they're great people. I think they do try to help, but yeah. they only know what they know and if they don't know and you ask them a question they don't know they they, don't tell you they don't know well they get pissed because they don't know or some of them are like oh i never heard of that tell me more right so the good ones actually want to learn right i love that when they're open right so my experience with healing my thyroid was Mm -hmm. fascinating because Mm -hmm. she saw the the levels Mm -hmm. of my hormones and said, you need to go see an endocrinologist, who I went to see, who t- uh, promptly said, oh, you need to go on uh, thyroid medication. And I said to her, um, what about my adrenals? Yeah. Because I had done my research. I said, if my adrenals are are d- diminished or burnt out, if they're fried, what will this medication do to them? And she said, oh, that would not be good at all. That would actually make them worse. Right. And I said, well, then why would you give that? To why me? <laughs> haven't you checked my adrenals? Oh, because they're probably fine. And I said, well, can we check my adrenals? So here's the story. She had my blood done, blood work done so that they could check my adrenals. Now, before the test results came back, I went to my naturopath mm-hmm. because I'm like, all right, let me see what kind of testing she can mm-hmm. do. 
she tested my adrenals and they came back really depleted. And she said, let's work with some herbs and nutrition to build up the strength of your adrenals and maybe your thyroid will bounce out. So I began that process. Then the test result from the blood test from the endocrinologist came back and it came back fine. Right. Because the blood tests they do only measure for right. when it's so bad that they, that they need medication. Right. So that's what it is. Um, most doctors don't. Um, if you ask them about adrenals, they don't believe in that. But when I went to my naturopath, because I was having all kinds of symptoms before the cancer, so I did the same thing as you. And uh, I went to the doctor, and he's and I asked him about adrenals. Oh no, no, you'd have to have Cushing's disease. We don't, we don't, we don't do that. We don't believe in that. So you <laughs> believe in a thyroid, but you don't believe in adrenals. And the adrenals are, for anybody that doesn't know, this, like that's underlying any thyroid issues. Like right. if those go or are, or are comp, uh, compromised because of drinking coffee when you're exhausted to stay awake, not getting enough sleep, stress, being under stress all the time, running yourself ragged, that fries your adrenals. Doing stimulants like Diet Coke and Bull. Red Bull. Red Bull in order to wake yourself up. I mean, if your body's tired, it's a message that you need rest. It's not the yeah. time to start supercharging because what it does is it literally depletes, burns yeah. out and depletes your adrenals. And so when those are depleted, it directly affects yeah. your, so, hormo your hormones yeah. and your thyroid. And your thyroid is the only thing they're looking at. Right. And that's, that's one of the things that I learned is, what is that saying? Rob Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. So that's basically what your body does in, with the adrenals. We're always like rushing around. I don't know. We live in Massachusetts. It's really hostile out here. Um, <laughs> we're like rushing to get groceries. Then rushing to pick up the kids. Rushing too. in traffic. Doing this and that. Running around. That puts your body into a non-rest called fight or flight. Even though you're not going to fight anybody, you might flip them off or you might get flipped off. You might get into a fight with your husband. You might. So these stressors were not existent when we lived in the woods. We only had to like fight a few people and maybe like run Animals. from a tiger. Yeah. And that's it. And then we lived in a cave and we weren't exposed to blue lights and lights all night and TVs on. Oh, and God. Yeah. So the that is a huge, and huge the noise yep. all the time. All the electronic noise. Yep. Beep, and the ding, traffic, phones, like the pollutants. Right. All of it. Right. And all these chemicals and all these xenoestrogens and the plastic, like it could go on and on and on. So, you know, and that's the thing, like we're exposed to so many um, chemicals, chemicals in the makeup, chemicals in the beauty products, chemicals in the coffee, like different things. You don't even know you're getting them. And then when you get sick, someone tells you, oh, it's this, it's that. But, you know, there's like more to it, there's yeah. way more to it. It's like, oh, well, you've been drinking poison for 20 years and, you know, like, <laughs> well, yeah, something's going to happen to you. Um, the human body wasn't made to do not even a quarter of the stuff that we do to it. Right. And we don't understand it's the cumulative effect. So you could see, oh, the makeup, it's not a big deal. But if you combine that, the amount of chemicals in the makeup with what's in your shampoo, yeah. with what's in the carpet off gas, yeah. with what's... Mattress off gas. Hormones in your food, with the, with the, um, the, the exhaust coming out of the car, with the blue lights and the electronics keeping you from deep rest 
and the lack of rest, like this mental stimulation of technology 24-7. Yeah, it's a huge problem. And here we are using technology. Right. (laughs) But just saying everything in moderation is really the key to a balanced life and looking at, you know, being being conscious of what you're putting on and in your body. That's all. You can't do it all at once. It feels overwhelming, but you can start somewhere and begin to just make some healthier choices and allow yourself off-screen time and meditation and quiet and time in nature. Those kind of things are so deeply restorative and healing. Um, I did do that. I have you seen my yard. So I went yeah. out in my yard and I like laid on the ground and I did like all this yeah. weird shit, like really weird stuff. But I felt like that's what I had to do. So if anybody saw me, <laughs> I was I have whatever. They probably would that that neighbor is crazy. Yeah, you know, but I did those things. I did all of those things and I still do them to this day. I walk on the ground with barefoot. I lay on the ground naked. I go in water when I can. I go, you know, I use like, you know, salt. I use fire. I use elementals. I use, uh, you know, herbs, you know, things like... So that's magic. That's really folk magic is what it is. You know, like what Heather's talking about, the fire and the earth and the water and the air, right? You're you're doing all those, um, those are the four elements and then spirit, the fifth element. So if you look at the alchemy of what Heather has done internally, she's used the spiritual healing on her, on her body parts internally and the self-love and the positive um, affirmations. And she's using uh, fresher air and um, better thoughts is also air energy, and she's using fire to burn away the the unforgiveness and the the negative feelings of things that no longer serve her. She's using the different herbs that are ruled by different elements. If you look up anything in herbology, um, and she's using the water, the cleansing water. The salt is like also of the ocean. It really makes you into a living magical spell is what I'm hearing. Well, that's why I said, like, I don't recommend, I I do recommend this for everyone, but don't use yourself as an experiment unless you feel that that is right for you. I did it for me because I felt like that is what was right for me. Right. You know, and so when you are told some type of bad news or when you're told like something, you have to go with your own gut feeling and so in in all of this like ridiculous bad feeling i you know like i said i recreated i went into gratitude with the book yeah. hippo shit you know because we what a great book any everybody should read it it's so good it's so practical down to earth and it has so many excellent simple easy to use easy to understand very practical information in it yeah, and that's what I wanted it to be like. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah, you could totally read it and get it and do it like every single day because most of us don't even know what we have anymore because yeah. we're so used to being like wanting more, which is great. It inspires you to want more. It inspires you to be better. But when you were a kid and someone handed you an ice cream, you were just friggin' happy. Yeah. Or if someone handed you a stuffed animal, you were just happy. Or you were just happy to go outside and look at a flower. Like, where is that now in us? We'd... Well, I think we're being programmed right. by commercialism to uh, because the way that marketing is done is, like, 
They, they want to point out your pain so they can sell you the fix, yeah. right? Which that's how people sell things. But we're barraged with it 24-7 on the media and on the internet. And that's the problem because it starts to program yeah. your brain if that's mm-hmm. all you listen to. Right. You really have to start looking at what you... What it's your brain food for in yeah. the moment. I mean, I really feel like it's being in the moment. Yeah. Like what is right here, right, right. now? What if I want to buy something, what need is that filling? Right. Is it necessary? Is it true? Right. Is it kind to myself to buy that? Yeah. Does it devastate my budget to buy that? Then it's not kind to right. do to myself. Like, are you really being kind to yourself? Right. There's a Bottom lot. Line. There's so many things, like so many things we could get into that were just that we're touching on, we're just touching on the crack. We're not yeah. even, we're like, we could do a deep dive, but I know that you're having this huge spiel coming up and people would want to come to that. You know, maybe I could come and have the book Hippo Shit and my new book and, yeah. you know, your your new uh, thing of the year that we had talked about. People would right. want to come to that. I think right. they should come. I think people should fly out yeah. for this magical weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And we could get into it more. But, um, you know, again, it's it's like this. You got to get back to to um, your actual self because we're so bombarded by everything else. And then people are looking at you and, oh, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're, and you know what? I actually one of the things that actually saved my life more than one time. I will tell you this. I watched some funny shit. I would watch. <laughs> Chris Farley, all these like wicked, funny, hilarious things that I kids in the hall, like yeah. all the funny things. And I would just laugh yeah. because Laughter people don't heals. do that. A Laughter lot. Right. heals. Yeah. Right. So and it's I don't care if people laugh at me. At least they're laughing. I don't care if people think I'm a silly ass. I don't care. You know why? Because if you laugh, that's one minute of stress off your life that day. Oh, laughter is just so healing. I, I oftentimes, if I'm feeling down, um, I've discovered what I love to do is watch old Saturday Night Live. That's that, um on Netflix. That's what I was it's, talking about. So oh, really? hilarious! Yes, I love that <laughs> <laughs> because it's really, really, really funny. Yes, right? it, it was really Some funny. Some things that are supposed to be funny actually feel aggressive to me, and they don't feel good. Like. Some stand-up comics just it hurts for me to listen, you mm. know. But the, the skits Saturday and Night like skits that's what I was talking about. Or old, um, oh gosh, I, I get a face in my you know Lucille Ball, but also. 